direction of Brother Caleb Smith and Brother John Burns. Now from the studios of WBSA, here is Brother Caleb and Brother John. We'd like to welcome you out this Tuesday evening to our broadcast. Hope it finds you well this evening. Uh, we'd like to pray before we get into the scripture. Then, Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross. I thank you for saving our soul. I thank you for the many blessings you've given us. I thank you for walking with us and guiding us. God, I pray, God, that you touch this message, Lord, that it reach somebody, Lord, that may be lost, Lord, that they'd find an altar, Lord, somebody backslid, Lord, that they'd get their hearts right, somebody unconcerned would get concerned about your gospel, Lord. We love you, and we thank you for all you've done and all you will do in your holy name. Amen. If you got your Bibles, one want to read along with us. We'll be in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 55. The scripture says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye into the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of God, uh, mercies of David. Behold, I have given him uh, for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not. And nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found, call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, uh, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish... Uh, it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. For you shall go up uh, out, shall go out uh, with joy, and be led forth with peace. That the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. And that's as far as I feel led to read this thing. And I guess if I had a thought, it's the relationship of God. And I thought how that about that word relationship, how we all use that word every day, and we know it's the connection connection of, uh, of, of, of one or two people or three people. And, but I thought about this this evening. I, the connection I have with God sent me back about 16 years ago to that day when I fell out in the altar and found His Savior. I, as my, I found Jesus as my yeah. Savior when He engulfed His blood on my life. That's when my relationship started with Christ. That's when my relationship of understanding of what yeah. love is I began that day this morning. I, I thought about this 
this verse in, in book of Isaiah, how he said, Come, that had no money, and buy wine and milk with no price this morning. The relationship with God comes with no price of what I bring. But it came when he bought his church this evening with his blood, when he shed it on the cross this evening. That's where my relationship started. And my altar over there that Sunday morning. But then as I began to go, as I left that church that day, the progressive work began. I'll say this this evening. I didn't get part of God. I got every bit of him. I got the Spirit guiding me. I got his son's blood. And I got the God the Father reigning as Father in my life this morning. And it's as I went, that word began to progress. The relationship grown stronger. I'm not going to tell you I held up my bargain every day of all these 16 years. But I can tell you this. God held up his end. Hallelujah. And he's willing to have a relationship with you if you'll engulf in him this evening. He said he entered into an everlasting covenant. Everlasting don't have no end. Everlasting doesn't have a completion. Hallelujah, this evening is God. Hey, that everlasting covenant this evening, He's going to hold up every day of the week, no matter when the storms are brewing in the middle of the night, no matter whether it's good or bad. He holds up His covenant. He holds up His end. The blood's still sufficient. No matter what's going on in our life, no matter what we're doing, His blood's still sufficient. When we step away from the Lord, and come back to him. Guess what? He's still holding up his end of the deal. Hallelujah this evening. It's a good relationship when you walk with God. In today's time period, we see a time when people don't want to go to church. They don't want to go and read their Bible. They don't want to have a relationship with God anymore. And the Bible told us that they'd be a great falling away and that we would see this day come. How they'd be less and less going for Christ and how that would be a sign of things to come and things of the Lord coming back. And we surely see that day. We see a time when people are so relying on on Facebook to get their message out and relying on social media to get their message out. And they become lazy Christians. I'm just getting a little bit through the week and a little bit on Sunday morning. Sitting at the house in their pajamas. It's about time we found ourselves back at the house of the Lord. Reconstructing our relationship with Christ. Fixing our end of the deal. Because His end of the deal is still holding up. It's high time we found that relationship back with Christ this evening. We become too lazy in today's yeah. generation on how we approach Christ, how we approach His church, how we approach the man of God, how we approach the order of church and the order of His relationship. We've disrespected it and become lazy this evening because we've let down our standard of the covenant. He's always going to uphold it. I want to drive that home this evening. He will always uphold His end when He saved us this evening. But we must uphold our end. We must go head first. 
Hey, I want to read this verse. He says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God this evening. If we're going to be risen with Christ, if we're going to say we have a relationship with Christ, we must seek His throne. We must seek His feet. We must seek God in everything we do this evening or we'll find our life in ditch this evening. We must seek God in a time of sin. Hey, never seen a time where so much sin is shoved down our throat than what it is today. People don't care to wear their sin on their clothes. They don't care to hang it on a flag in front of their house. They don't care how they present their sin in their life. But if I want to tell you I'm a Christian, I'm considered hate speech this evening. If I preach the gospel, it's considered hate speech. It's come to a day when people have rejected the gospel. They have no respect for the gospel. But that don't tell me to quit. That don't tell me to let down my standards. That don't tell me to compromise with the world. It gives us another story to grab the old book again and preach to the sinners again and preach to the backslid again and preach to the unconcerned one more time that they may have what I have this evening being in Christ. Hey, this is a different world. This is a different life. This is a different walk being in Christ. Far best life I can ever imagine. I've been a very blessed person that my daddy took me to the house of the Lord from the get-go. But you know what? When I got to an older person, I thought, you know what? I'm going to get out of this routine Daddy has. When I find that day I get out of the house, I'm going to find my own places to go on Sunday. I'm not going to go as much on Wednesday nights. I'm going to let down that, and I'm not going to be as faithful because I'm a grown man. I can do what I want to. I've now been married for five years now and have a daughter of my own. And I can tell you this, I ain't found that place yet. I ain't found a place where it's okay to cut back on God. I ain't found a place where it's okay to not go to God's house no more and not found a reason to be in God's house. You know why? There's something God put down in my life. When He rose me out of the grave of death that Sunday morning when He saved my soul, He gave me a reason to keep on and keep climbing and keep reaching for God. Hey, the book of Philippians tells us to reach for the power of His resurrection that I may know Him in the, in the power of His, of His resurrection this evening. The power and be made conformable unto His death. That gives me a reason to reach a little further. To go a little farther. To climb the hill of Calvary just a little higher. And grab a hold of the blood. Grab a hold of the cross. And find the power one more time this evening. That's what it gives me. It gives me a reason to go. Yeah. It gives me a reason to get up and go. <clears throat> Bless I'm not going to tell you these whole 16 years being saved has been easy. No. I'm not going to tell you that we've went through tribulation. I'm not going to tell you we've went through trouble. But I can tell you this, God's been there every second Amen. of the day. When I, when I got wrong with God, guess what? He was always near. That's right. He was always there to be there for us. He was always there to reach for us when we turned back. 
He was always there to try to get our attention that we need to walk for Him. Hey, if we're going to be saved, if we're going to say we're church members, if we're going to say we're Christians, why can't we give it 100%? Amen. Oh, preacher, you say what's wrong with living right. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with going after God. The government may tell you it's wrong. The government may let the standard down on why it's so important. Hey, this world may tell you it's less important. The schoolhouse may tell you it's less important. But I can tell you this in the eyes of God, it's still most important to, to uphold our end of the covenant when we entered into that royal priesthood of the church and of the cross this morning. It's still important this evening. It's still important. My marriage, I've been married, I told you, I've been married for five years now. It's important in me and my wife's marriage to have communication, to have a relationship. It is imperative to our marriage that we have a relationship. My wife's my best friend. When she's down and she don't even say it, I can tell she's down. When I'm down, she can tell it. When I'm up, she's up. When she's down, I can be there for her. It's the way it works out. She, when I'm down, she can be there for me. It's a two-way street this morning on relationship between me and her. That's just how the how Christ is with the church. He knows when we're down. He knows when we're up. And what we if we need a father, he's our father. He need a brother, he's our brother. We need a comforter, he's our comforter. We need peace, he's our peace. When we we need everything we need. He's going to be there for us this evening. Amen. Works the same way. Because yeah. He bought the church with His precious blood. Right. Bought us this evening to put us in a royal priesthood. A royal kingship yeah. this evening. And a relationship. Hey, it still amazes me to know that the one who hung the stars in the sky the one that set this earth in motion, the one that puts the sky, sun in the sky and paints the sky's picture every morn is still the same God that yes. seemed to fit to send His Son to die on a cruel cross and be slain for my transgressions. Amen. How amazing of a thought to know as little as I am, God still seemed fit to send His Son to be slain for my sins, my transgressions, for little old me. The Bible says that when he went to found a woman at the well said the Bible said he must go needs go through Samaria that Sunday morning there was a lost 10 year old boy that needed salvation in a little place in Asbury on a back country road but God found me in all that his his magnificence in all his ways he found me this evening Amen. ain't you glad ain't you glad this evening this is an everlasting covenant. No end. When the blood hits, <clears throat> when the blood hits, it's forever. Period. End of discussion. Can I say this this evening? There's a reason when God set the Passover, He used wine. There's a reason that day that Jesus broke bread with His disciples that He served wine. Because yeah. wine has a staying power. Yeah. It's got a keeping power. The longer it gets, the better it gets. Yeah. It's just the same with Christ's blood. Right. The longer it goes, the further we go, the better off it gets. And the stronger it gets, and the better it is for me this evening. Yeah. When we take that cup at the church house, it's not for some, some carnal-minded thinking. Yeah. It's to remind us what was what was dripping off that blood 
Hey, let me tell you something this evening. We want to paint a pretty picture of the cry of Christ on the yeah. cross. We want to hold these pretty pictures in the house with just a simple apron across his across his waist. But can I tell you something this evening? He was slaughtered for our transgressions. Yeah. This was not. This was a bloodbath this evening. What happened to Christ when they beat him? He was bleeding and gushing blood. When they sunk the crown of thorns, and this was no easy sight. This was no PG rated seed. This was a bloodbath this evening. He gushed out everything he had for me and you this evening. That's why it's got some keeping power. That's why it's got power enough to save. That's why it's got power enough that no matter what happens in this life, he's still in charge of my salvation this morning, this evening. And you know what? That keeping power don't end when I hit this river. It doesn't hit. It doesn't quit. When I get to the end of life's journey, when I'm looking death face in the face, that blood ain't got it, ain't power ain't going to run out on me. No. That blood's power ain't going to leave me. But it's going to lead me right over death's chilly waters. Amen. When God's hand reaches mine and takes this soul to paradise, guess what? His power is still real this evening. And we've been there for a thousand years and still singing the praise of the God. Guess what? Salvation's still going to be real. His blood's still going to be real. The, oh, the only difference, I've got a new body on that side praising Him. Don't have to worry about the things of this life, the worries of this world. But when we all enter into His heaven and worship Him, salvation's still going to reign. Salvation's still going to be there. Just as it is today, we can bow down at His feet and worship Him this evening. So I tell you this evening, while you've got breath in your body, give your all to Christ. Give your all to the throne. Give your all to that everlasting covenant this evening. It'll do you some good this evening. Best thing I ever did was when I found Jesus. Yeah. Best thing I ever do is when I wake up in the morning, wake up out of the bed, and I call on Jesus one yeah. more time. Best thing you can ever do is give your life to Christ. Yeah. Times that I've not studied enough, times I've not prayed enough, I can tell a difference in my spirituality. Yeah. I can tell a difference in, in, in my walk, in my thoughts, all that. I can tell a difference. But when God starts turning in our life and we give God everything we've got to read His Scripture <clears throat> and, to re- and to pray to Him, our life's totally different. Yeah. Our life's totally different this evening. Life goes easy. Storms are easier to pass. Hey, can I tell you something this evening? I've always thought of it like this. When we can turn on the TV and James Spann will be on there, WH and T will be on there when the storms are brewing and they'll break into cable television and they're warning us and they're saying, okay, Three days out, they're going to tell us, hey, we may have storms on Saturday. We may have storms on Saturday. Every day we get closer, you can hear them talking about it. You better prepare. They'll tell you to get you everything, preparation, find you your safe room, find you your your storm storm radio and all those things. They're preparing you for that. When the day hits, it's an hour out. It's 30 minutes out. It's 15 minutes out. You better take cover. It's on top of you. That ain't how life storms are. They'll hit without warning. That's right. They might rock you to your foundation. But can I tell you something? God's covenant is still upheld. God's end is still there. When the storms come 
Everything may crumble and break around me. But when everything falls, guess what? God's still standing. God's still on the throne. When Stephen stood over there and they began to stone him, and the Bible says he looked up, he saw the Lord standing on the right hand of the Father. He was already on the throne. He was already making intercession for me and you. And when the storms come, we can look towards God. When death comes, we can look towards the throne. Whatever happens in our life, we can look towards the throne. And see that his end of the covenant is still upheld this evening. Still, the relationship. He said, Ho, everyone that thirsts has come. If you've got a relationship with God that's shattered, because if you you broke your end of the deal, I'd find God. If you're lost and undone, I'd find God. Price has done been paid for his, his milk and his wine. Depends on whether or not you go for it. And you fall unto Him and fall into His relationship with God. Because the best thing you can ever do is walk with Christ. This world tells you you need to find this and you need to find that. I charge you find God. In a world that's done gone to pot, I charge you to find God. Find Him. Find His repentance. Find His grace. Find a life in God and it will change your life. But John, you got anything this morning? That's all I got, Brother James. Turn it over to you.